800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis and these are the stories we're following this hour. Federal officials have rejected a multi-year transportation plan for Alaska. Plus, JPD received a report of an intrusion alarm yesterday. And the sales of electric vehicles have been slowly going down in recent months. But first, federal officials have rejected Alaska's proposed multi-year transportation plan, which could disrupt the summer construction season and endanger billions of dollars in federal grants for roads, trails, ferries, and bridges. In a letter dated February 9th, the head of the Federal Highway Administration in Alaska said problems uncovered in a, quote, joint and thorough review made it impossible to approve Alaska's State Transportation Improvement Program, or STIP, a document required by federal law that designates four years' worth of federally funded construction projects. It's an extraordinary action that no other state is facing a similar situation, and most have had their plans approved for weeks, if not months or longer. Alaska has previously submitted plans without incident, and the issues identified by the Federal Highway Administration aren't minor. An attachment to the FHWA letter listed 24 pages of problems with Alaska's latest plan. Some of the issues appear similar to ones identified in an August hearing conducted by the House Transportation Committee and in letters submitted by regional planning officials to the Alaska Department of Transportation and Public Facilities, which is in charge of writing the STIP. Minor issues with the plan may be fixed in amendments, but the FHWA identified several major problems that must be fixed before a March 1st deadline. Shannon McCarthy, a spokesperson for the Department of Transportation, said some summertime projects will go forward even if the state misses the deadline, while others will not. Joel Hall, president of the Alaska AFL-CIO, said, This really does affect our guys' ability to go to work this summer. The scale of the problem and potential consequences have alarmed state legislators, many of whom became aware of the issue this week after political writer Jeff Lanfield published a copy of the FHWA rejection online. Yesterday, JPD received a report of an intrusion alarm at a business in the 5160 block of Glacier Highway. Responding officers located a broken glass door at the business as well as packs of cigarettes and a small amount of cash strewn about the floor. It is estimated that about $1,000 in cash was stolen from the business as well as several packs of cigarettes valued at about $280. The broken glass door is estimated to cost about $500 to $1,000 to replace. The case is still under investigation. Sales of electric vehicles have been slowing down in recent months, but some new data indicates the market is still growing. ABC's Mike Tabuski has the story. Global EV sales were up nearly 70% last month when compared to the same time last year. That's according to a new report from market research firm Row Motion, which found for the U.S. and Canadian market sales up 41% over January 2023. But in the shorter term, the picture is different. EV sales declined between December 2023 and January 2024 by 14%. It comes as Ford scales back EV production and General Motors reinvests in hybrid powertrains. Mike Dubusky. ABC News. And one backcountry skier died and two others were injured in an avalanche on Alaska's Kenai Peninsula as warm weather and high winds raises the risk of snow slides in the state. The avalanche occurred Tuesday afternoon between the communities of Cooper Landing and Moose Pass, about 90 miles south of Anchorage in the Chugach National Forest. The skiers were hiking up a mountain to ski back down when they triggered the avalanche. 
Authorities say the men tumbled nearly 1,000 feet. The Colorado Avalanche Information Center says at least eight people have died in avalanches in the country this winter. Coming up, a Valentine's Day bake sale took place yesterday for the Juneau School District's transition program at Super Bear IGA. That story, when Local First News continues. A Valentine's Day bake sale took place yesterday for the Juneau School District's transition program at Super Bear IGA. Kate Foster is the lead special ed teacher for the transition program. The program is for students with disabilities from 18 to 22 years old after school. It's a really neat program. It's uh, unique in that these students have either gotten their diplomas and they're being held or a non-diploma track and working on like increasing post-school outcomes. The program is housed at Thunder Mountain High School, but it's a district-wide program. If someone is interested in joining, they can reach out to Student Services. Student Lexi Brown shares her experience with the program, and she says her favorite things to bake are brownies, fudge, and cupcakes. I like a lot of stuff about it, but the, my favorite thing is hanging out with all my friends. I've been able to meet new friends and also have some old friends graduate, which is really good for the program because it means we're successful. One of my goals is to get a job. The transitional program hosts bake sales throughout the year, with the next one being in the spring. Funds go right back into the classroom and students learn daily skills, how to access transportation, business skills, recreational activities, and how to engage with the community. Foster adds that she is interested in getting her students jobs and interested companies can reach out to her by email. Love to connect with companies and different businesses on supported employment opportunities. There's no expectation that my students would be on your payroll. I have grants that can help pay my students for that. They'd always come with support. And just doing some like learning basic job skills across all different areas. I'm really interested in that. I have students that would like to work in gyms and it's just things like cleaning you know, cleaning equipment, doing basic maintenance and things. They have students interested in working in healthcare and um, the medical fields. Her email is caitlin.foster at junoschools.org. Director Hannah Wolf from Perseverance Theater joined Capital Chat to talk about the play Indecent. That's opening this Friday at 7.30 p.m. Perseverance will show the play until March 3rd. Indecent is a play by previous Perseverance Theater collaborator and internationally acclaimed playwright Paula Vogel. So Indecent is a play about the very controversial play God of Vengeance, which was by a Yiddish writer, Sholem Ash. And so Indecent was actually, in 1923, the first lesbian kiss on Broadway. And the night it opened, it was shut down by the police and all of the actors were arrested because of that kiss. And so what the play Indecent does is it tracks the history of that play and it tells the story of that play with a lot of music and a lot of dance because the play was very popular in Europe on the Yiddish stages. And then when it transferred uptown to Broadway, it was censored. Tickets are available for $45 on ptalaska.org or at the door. A few pay-as-you-can seats will also be available. The play is about an hour and 45 minutes. Wolf shares her relationship with Perseverance Theater as she grew up in Juneau and is now a freelance director and teacher in Los Angeles. I was most recently up here to do Fun Home two years ago at Perseverance, mm -hmm. and during our tech process I had mentioned this play to Leslie, the artistic director over there, and mm -hmm. just mentioned it on an offhand on a break. And then last year she called me and she said, were you serious? <laughs> and here we are. 
Music and, quote, surprising technology will be incorporated into the play. There are three musicians and seven actors. The production will travel to Anchorage for performances from March 15th through March 24th. And both a Minnesota man testing a snowmobile for his employer and the company have been cited for reckless driving after the machine slammed to a sled dog team and killed three dogs in December. The state of Alaska charged Eric Johnson and Minnesota-based Polaris Inc. on February 8th with the misdemeanor. The crash occurred near the interior Alaska community of Cantwell. The musher told an Alaska state trooper that he turned his headlamp on when he saw snowmobiles coming at him on the Denali Highway. Johnson told the trooper he saw a faint light but didn't know what it was. Now you're up to date with your local first news. I'm Jordan Lewis.